What you are about to hear is a labor of love, our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rock Strikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. All right, before we get to the show today, and yes, this is a big show today, a very big show, arguably my most anticipated episode ever, if I do say so, and a few other people have. Not just me. Even though we do the plugs at the end of the show, I just want to give an extra special thanks to my best friends in the whole world that are a direct part of cnjradio.com. I couldn't do this without you. I especially could not have done any of this without my best friend in the whole world, Chris. Chris and I started the flagship show of cnjradio.com over, like, what, 13 years ago, the Wrestling House Show. And uh, you wouldn't have heard any of these episodes if it hadn't been for the guidance and leadership of Chris, especially from a technical standpoint, uh, a super important figure here, uh, not just in this whole realm of podcasting, but in my life in general. Oh, hey, he just came home. Hey, he just showed up. So yeah, I had to pause the show real quick. I was just putting Chris over for uh, the fact that if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be hearing any of this, anything on cnjradio.com. So Chris, I, w- I wanted you to just kind of uh, duck in here real quick. And say hello to everybody. And if you haven't heard his voice before, then shame on you. But Chris, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Yes. So are you excited about the top ten uh, albums of the decade? Absolutely. Been been doing my best to keep up with the the insane frequency of output lately over Rock Strikes 10. So I will catch up and I'll be ready for this. Hopefully right. by the time this goes up. All right. Well, uh, I'll, I'll let you get back to work, man. I know you're hard at work on cnjradio.com. So thanks for coming on for this cameo, Chris. And uh, thank you personally once again. I've always said it, no you, no show. So thank you. Thanks. Go listen to The Last Theater. Yeah, listen to The Last Theater. Plug's the end of the show. What, are you getting a bonus plug? Yes. They're at the end of the show. Bye. Get out of here. Get out of here. Beat it. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that, that was fun. That was uh, not prepared at all. And you can you can tell I do those things sometimes. You know, of course, also, uh, my better half, Nola, not for her support, guidance, and, and everything else, all those things that are... Uh, paramount to me in my life i wouldn't be in a place good enough to do a show with this kind of frequency and uh, be in this kind of a good mood all the time to be quite honest with you so thank you so much for being my everything sweetie all right we'll get to more thank yous and everything here in just a little bit i'm gonna do it throughout the show i'm gonna spread it all out spread the love and also not talk too damn much this is a music show after all so, uh, yeah, like I said, that, that Chris cameo, not prepared, but this is right here. Prepared with all the time and love right here. And, yeah, 
it is now time for the top 10 records of the decade of the last decade from 2010 to 2019 these are the big ones right here all right so uh someone i'll mention later on here in the show the great pete larusa from the i am vinyl podcast and pete's just a friend regardless but uh you know this guy he's the man and he played this band on the first ever episode of i am vinyl and i was like woo what was that so i immediately had to go check them out uh the best new band i've heard in a couple of years they are just super good and it's just got that great hybrid sound to it they're heavy but they are mega catchy as well and that's the exact perfect combination i need in my rock music uh this trio from england called puppy yeah i know puppy And since Puppy is coming in at number 10, it's the first song we're playing here tonight on the top 10. Let's just go with the album opener. It's a hell of an opener, too. It'll tear your head off. It will completely convince you that this album is great. So here you go. From the album, The Goat, this is Puppy with Black Hole. Turn it up.
kicking off part 10 of our top 100 records of the decade list and of course the mighty top 10 right here number 10 was the album the goat by puppy that was the song black hole the whole album is killer it is a hundred pointer so you must 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 own that record definitely be snobby like myself and pete and get the vinyl version because it's like all hot pink and even the vinyl's hot pink gotta love that and I would say for sure, and I know I didn't do a actual best of 2019 list. That was because, obviously, of the top 100 here. But I can go ahead and give you a spoiler right here. That Puppy album and the next album I'm going to play for you are pretty much tied with the best albums of 2019, for sure. So, and, and probably just due to where their positioning is on the top 10, it's one of those things where, you know, it came in late in the decade, so that I didn't spend as much time with these records as I did the ones that are higher up on the list here. And that definitely is a factor. That does play a factor, for sure. But it doesn't make them any less, you know really doesn't make them any better I, I can almost say everything on here is pretty much tied for first but i did want to put them in order so these are in a proper order all right what am i saying i don't know number nine right here uh, another band from england and of course you've heard the family tree of this band to death on the top 100 but for good reason they're one of the greatest bands of all time and just to kind of bring it full circle here and it couldn't have turned out better they actually got back together and did one reunion album in this decade Talking about, of course, say it with me, The Wild Hearts. Yes, they came back and put out a reunion album on May 3rd of 2019 with this album, Renaissance Man, produced by Jim Pender. And uh, this thing is everything I wanted right here in a Wild Hearts reunion album. This was their first full-length album in 10 years, and it just picked up right where they left off. So uh, thank you, Wild Hearts, for getting back together. God, I wish there was some force of nature that could get you to come to America, but I guess I'm going to have to come to you guys at some point, myself and my better half, go see up in England there. Somebody put us up, okay? All right, thanks, guys. So, yes, let's just get to it. Wild Hearts, from this record, Renaissance Men, this is my kind of movie.
coming in at number nine, that was The Wild Hearts, a perennial favorite here on Rock Strikes 10, and a lot of other good quality rock podcasts as well, with the song My Kind of Movie from the album Renaissance Men, of course, go buy that record. So I was giving thanks out at the beginning of the show, so I wanted to give a few more shout-outs here as well. I mentioned the great Pete LaRussa from the I Am Vinyl podcast. If you're not checking out I Am Vinyl, then uh, do yourself a favor. Go listen to that podcast. It's very, very quality. Pete puts a lot of work and love into it, and he wouldn't be on cnjradio.com if he wasn't good. So there's that. And also, one of, you know, I want to give a little bit of a shout-out to some of my early podcast uh, you know, influences, mentors, if you will. Some more hands-on than others. Uh, I first started listening to podcasts like, you know, 14, 15 years ago, something like that. Got my first iPod. Actually got it as a Christmas gift at the place I was working at. I got like one of those mini iPods. So I started to download podcasts there. It was like a real tiny mini thing, you know. Not like the badass classic that I rock now. Uh, but the first three shows I subscribe to, and if you're a longtime friend, you know this already, but uh, of course, the Rock and Roll Geek Show from the first rock and roll podcaster, Michael Butler. Uh, Talking Metal, which featured at the time Mark Striegel and John Astronomy. Uh, Mark Striegel does the show solo now, but it hasn't dropped off in quality at all. Mark is the man, and of course, Mark co-hosts Talking Rock with me on cnjradio.com. So this is the fact that he was willing to give some of his time and be a part of this network over here is just the biggest deal to me. So Mark's a genuinely cool guy, solid dude, and uh, yeah, I'd do anything for him. So thank you again, Mark for doing Talking Rock with me and just being a friend in general. The times you've had me on Talking Metal, huge honor. Just huge. Uh, The great Ken Mills of uh, Name It. Podcast, of course. That was the first one. And I still love Podcast. It's one of those shows I actually go back and listen to old episodes of. That's how much I love that show. Ken also does Zilch, Monkey's Podcast. He does Pop. Uh, he's uh he's all over it man like obviously i'm influenced by him because i'm like oh you can do more than one podcast that makes total sense (laughs) so thanks ken thanks for putting that in my brain now i'm responsible for six fucking podcasts basically (laughs) all right no i love you man i got all the time in the world for ken mills he is truly not only just a great podcaster but one of the coolest people i've ever met in my life so thank you ken for being a positive beacon of energy here in the podcasting world which can be stupid and toxic at times but we try to ignore those things I'll shout out to some more podcasts here uh, between songs. Let's get back to the music, shall we? I was talking about the great Mark Striegel. Uh, one thing we definitely share is our love of the band Ghost. And coming in at number eight is an album that is so hard to pronounce, and I always have to look down at the notes to get it. So here we go. Let's try this. Infestisimum. Infestisimum. How the, how the fuck do you say this record? I'm leaving that all in. I mean, I mean, you just have to because, okay, it's it's the Ghost album. It's their second album. It's got the orange background, and it's got a baby on the front in front of Papa Emeritus. Like, it's one of those, like, babies being put out for sacrifice. So, yeah. That's all I can really tell you. Okay, and Festus is a mum, 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 mum. Yeah, like, it's going to turn into a doo-wop run now at this point. But, yes, yeah, that album came out on April 10th of 2013, produced by Nick Raskalinix. There's that name again. Uh, but yeah, you know, after the first Ghost album, and I listened to it over and over again, I was, of course, excited that they had a second album coming out. But of course, you always wonder, oh, are they going to fall victim to the sophomore slump? But if anything, this album was uh, arguably a little bit better, and it made them just a little bit bigger. And they've been on an upward incline ever since. But yeah, I mean, they definitely went next level on the second album here. And I remember uh, actually watching the video for this song before the album came out. And, uh, 
they had put out two videos kind of prior to the release, uh, one for Secular Haze and one for Year Zero. And those videos are so yin-yang, but that is just brilliant to me. Like, Secular Haze looks like it was recorded on a cable access show. It's, like, really cheaply done and on purpose. Uh, homemade effects. And then Year Zero is, like, this real cinematic black and white kind of thing. They're so equally great the things that i love about music video are pretty much on those two videos and the video for this song that i'm going to play here it still bothers me a little bit like it's it's unsettling it's i guess it's supposed to be just just get that thing it's like ugh, it's a little it's a little skeezy but uh you know i watched it again and then i watched it again and then of course i bought the record and i love the record so here you go from the album infestus this is ghost with year zero Asmodeus, Satanas, Lucifer.
from the album that should have been called Year Zero, but it's actually called Infestus Law. That was Ghost with Year Zero, their second album. And I guess it has to be their best album. It's my favorite personal favorite Ghost album. It's kind of one of those albums where the majority of it is like stuff I would put on a 101, like a best of if I was trying to get people turned on to the band. I mean, it's got that song, Secular Haze, Monstrous Clock, Zombie Queen. I mean, it's great. So, yeah, not much else to say. That was number eight. Coming in at number seven was my favorite album of the decade by this artist right here. There's no repeats in this top ten. You have heard a lot of these bands before, but there's not one artist that doubles on this top 10 so all these are peaks for these artists and their best albums of the decade and of course we couldn't have a top 10 without the great Danko Jones of course yes Danko's seventh album here Fire Music which came out February 2nd of 2015 produced by Eric Ratz and uh, I just think everything came together on this album for me it's got all the things that are great about Denko Jones. And uh, I hear a lot of great Misfits influence on this album, too. And I know he's a fan, but you can really hear it on this album. So it's rock, but it's got a lot of great punk energy to it as well. Which is pretty much his music in a nutshell. So yeah, Fire Music, aptly titled right here. So here you go. My favorite song off of this album is this song right here. So turn it up for The Twisting Knife.
There you go. Coming in at number seven, the top 10 records, the part 10 overall of the top 100 records of the decade. But of course, yes, lucky number seven belongs to Denko Jones with the album Fire Music. That song was called The Twisting Knife, my favorite song off the record. But the whole album really does just burn it to the damn ground. So go get it. If you want to do some extra credit on Denko Jones, go check out Marty Friedman's solo album from this decade called Inferno. And he has Denko on his album uh, doing a couple of lead vocals, but especially on the song I Can't Relax. One of my favorite songs of the decade right there. So go look up Denko Jones on Marty Friedman's Inferno album and the song I Can't Relax. That one is pure greatness. Tons of energy on that thing. All right. Before we get to the next song, I wanted to send an extra special shout out to a very important figure in cnjradio.com as well, the great Randy Brown. I call him a true alternative, and he really is. I used to see Randy posting on his page that he called the Synaptic and reviews he would have on the synaptic.com back in the day. And I just really liked his opinion, even if I didn't agree with it all the time. And I could have conversations with Randy over things we didn't agree about or things we did agree about. But what I liked about it is Randy, like, he he never gives up on trying to find good stuff. He's one of those guys. And I'm not going to say the age, but he is older than me. But he's he just, like I said, he doesn't give up on trying to find new bands, new music that excites him. And I really dig that and I really respect that. And I wanted to have somebody like that on cnjradio.com. And it's it's a show that has a lot of true variety in it. I always say, if you think I have variety on my show, you should check out The Synaptic because, you know, he is like one of those great old school college radio shows where there's just no format and he just plays what he wants. And it's really cool, but it seems to all kind of make sense in the end. At the end of the day, it's just good music. So if you like shows with variety in it, I couldn't recommend a better show for you than the Synaptic Empire on cnjradio.com. So I just wanted to thank Randy for coming in cnjradio.com after i asked him to start doing these shows and uh still doing great stuff over 120 episodes or something like that 125 if you challenge yourself go listen to like one episode a day start on number one and you'll be done like within the middle of the year it's all good so check out the synaptic empire on cnjradio.com and extra special thanks and big salute and hugs to randy brown keep it coming randy all right moving over to number six here and another band you've heard on the countdown, but this is their best overall album, I think, of the decade. And the number six slot here belongs to the Night Flight Orchestra with their album Amber Galactic. Came out on May 19th of 2017, self-produced. And, you know, Skyland Whispers, of course, brought me to the dance, but uh, Amber Galactic was the amazing follow-up, their third overall album. And the, the extra factor that I liked on Amber Galactic is, you know, of course, the extra chances they took. Uh, taking that 75 through 85 pocket of AOR rock and expanding on it, adding some uh, experimental elements. There's a little bit of yacht rock going on there. There's a little bit of disco. Uh, it's just, you know, 
everything that's really cool and sometimes off kilter about that 75 through 85 period but it's all in a nutshell with the night flight orchestra and you know i was saying that i can't relax is one of my favorite songs of the decade this one right here of course this song is one of my super favorite songs of the whole decade couldn't stop listening to the song couldn't stop watching the video uh just a great presentation overall definitely go look up the video for this it is a perfect video for the genre for sure uh so yeah from the great amber galactic record this is the night flight orchestra with something mysterious Right up. 
Nightflight Orchestra right there with Something Mysterious from the album Amber Galactic. Go get that for sure. And I think only on the digital download and the vinyl version can you find uh, the version of Amber Galactic that has a bonus track on it. And that bonus track is an excellent cover of Mick Jagger's 85 solo song, Just Another Night. Perfect song for that band to do right there. All right, we are halfway through the top 10, and yes, it is time for the halftime show. We're going to do a little bit of a different halftime show here. I'm probably planning on doing like kind of some extra albums of 2019 at some point this year. Uh, Stuff I didn't really get to, stuff I just missed the top 100, so I'll probably just do that. So, you know, if you're interested, you know, email me and I'll send you a handful of things that I liked that didn't make the top 100. But really, these episodes are about the friends of the show and the extra special friends of the show. And by that, I mean people that took the time to write Uh, whether you bought a shirt or not but extra special thanks if you did and I will definitely mention that if I have it in front of me here but I just wanted to mention a handful of people that really helped make it all worthwhile like days where I'd be unmotivated and I'd see a message from you and you uh, got me off my butt and got me to go do a show so just thank you for your time and thank you for listening so I have a list here I guess I'm working off my notes because I didn't want to miss anybody there you go people that directly get involved with the show whether it's just sending me a couple of messages or sharing the show. Uh, there's a couple of day oneers right here. These two guys have been day one CNJ radio guys, so I always like to single them out as being super awesome. And that's uh, Adam Arthur from Ohio and Todd Cunningham from California. You two guys, every time uh, you know we do something here on cnjradio.com, it seems like you're always out there. You're always listening and letting us know. So thank you. Started with you guys. And uh, here's everybody else that took the time to interact, and I greatly appreciate it. And I'll get through these as quick as I can without it scrolling so fast that you can't understand what I'm saying. So thank you to all these people right here. Andrew Jacobs, Robert Coulter, Nathan Sewer, Mike Stewart, Chuck Knight, Danny Kugler, Andrew Miller, Paul Korn, Yurko DeBellick, Gwendolyn Robb, Andy Michael, Nick Beach, Steve Arozina, Cole Thornton, Don Nitschke, David Fincher, John Gibner, hopefully I'm saying that right, John, from England. Yes, shout out to England. Sean Richmond, Lee Maxwell, Stacy Sullivan, Laura Nade, Brad Dahl, Mike Cranston, Jamie Soares, the bus driver from Canada who plays my show on the damn bus. Hello, everybody. Be a good passenger. Tip your driver. <laughs> uh, back into it. Dion McDonald. Matthew Andrews, Mike Jones, and extra special, special thanks to, once again, the aforementioned Todd Cunningham, uh, always sharing the show, always interacting. Bill Ellum, always sharing the show, always interacting. Jay Shabluski, same thing. You're the man, Jay. You are every rock podcast mascot, and I mean that in the best possible way. Thank you. You and Bill. God, you guys are ridiculously good. The great Matt Ashcraft, David Haltom. Uh, always interacting, always sharing. And Sir Chris Riley, one of my favorites, Sir Chris Riley from Jolly Old England. Always great to hear from you, Chris. Uh, you know, you guys are so special to me. So thank you to all the friends of Rock Strikes 10. And if I didn't mention your name, I'm sorry. Interact some more. I promise your name won't be said on the show. That's guaranteed. All right, let's get back into it. 
coming in at number five. Uh, this band's third album right here, and their best to date. They've got a new album coming out in a few months, and I can't wait to hear it. But until then, this will have to be the best album they've done so far. This band, Wildlife, W-Y-L-D-L-I-F-E, the album Out on Your Block, it came out on January 20th of 2017, produced by Tuck Smith and Dan Dixon. Tuck Smith, of course, of The Biters, and uh, also now Tuck Smith and The Restless Hearts. Looking forward to their new record this year, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, this band Wildlife, they came to Dallas, they played Three Links, they played a freaking free show. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. They just had all the energy. Even the songs I didn't know, I was singing along to them by the end of them. That is a great band right there. Go see them if they come to your town. Yeah, it's just uh, all those great little things uh, about things you can throw into rock and roll. And it's like young and skinny, but it's also classic at the same time. You know, they dress like greasers. Uh, it's like a trash punk Ramones kind of thing. But there's some glam rock in there, you can tell. I mean, it's just, it's all good, man. So Wildlife, one of the great rock bands out there doing it. So you gotta go get out on your block. Uh, the one I always keep going back to is this song right here. It's quick, it's simple, it's easy to sing along to. So come sing along with me and Wildlife with Deadbeat. Well, I don't wanna work hard and I can't pay.
All right, the greatness that is wildlife with deadbeat from the album out on your block of course go get that that one's on wicked cool records uh, a great record label that's always putting out good quality rock and roll if you see the wicked cool label that is a sign of quality for sure yes i am a texas boy but the only entry from texas that's here in the top 10 and one of the few bands from texas on this list uh, comes via scorpion child I feel like most shows and most rock fans have just not picked up on this band yet, and I have no idea why. They're so good. This album is tremendous. It, of course, it comes in at number four. How could it not be? Uh, yeah, this album is their sophomore album called Acid Roulette. came out on June 10th of 2016, produced by Chris Frenchie Smith. And, you know, I think I've said this before, maybe on air, maybe not, but if you know me, you've heard me say this. You know, you got those bands out there like Greta Van Fleet, and if you enjoy them, that's fine. But as I've said before, if you can name one band to describe a band, it's probably not a great thing. And it's definitely not too highly original. And I hear traces of all these other bands that are real heralded from that time of Led Zeppelin. Of course, I hear Led Zeppelin and Scorpion Child. But I also hear like the Glenn Hughes era of Deep Purple, some Black Sabbath, and a bunch of other things I can't quite put my finger on. And that's good. If you're going to have that classic approach, have something in there that you can't quite put your finger on. And you will definitely have my attention and hopefully the world's. world's got to catch up with this band. So you out there, your assignment is to go get Acid Roulette by Scorpion Child. Uh, this song will overtly convince you to its greatness. And... Uh, as one of those things, I don't do it too often, but the last track on the album, I can't shake it. It's still my favorite. And as a lot of these songs on this top 10, it's one of my favorite songs of the whole decade. So here you go Scorpion Child with Addictions. Come and take my. And understand that we are one.
Oh, right. That was Addictions by Scorpion Child from Austin, Texas, from the album Acid Roulette. Go get that record. Buy it twice. <laughs> uh, speaking of buying records, I really actually, in my heart of hearts, thought that this next album would not only be huge, it sold respectably well for uh, an album in this era where people don't buy physical albums. But I feel like it should have been the game changer, the thing that turned rock music around in the mainstream. I had high hopes, let's just say. I was overtly optimistic for this record. Then they had to go and put out a bad first single for it. Uh, that first single aside, and that first track on the album aside, it is a perfect album if you take that song off. Not that it's the worst song ever, but what a horrible representation uh, for this album. I am talking about Van Halen in the album A Different Kind of Truth. Uh, one of my things I say over and over again online is justice for A Different Kind of Truth. This album is truly great. And uh, I'm, I'm going to respond to something that uh, Mike Cranston talked about. And I get what he was saying. He uh, left a comment on one of uh, the episodes that I posted here. And he was talking about how I was talking about the producers in this top 100. Speaking of which, by the way, this album was officially co-produced by Van Halen and John Shanks. Uh, so he was saying that I was uh, saying people nitpick albums too much from a production standpoint. And I stand by what I said there. But just to clarify kind of what I was getting into, when I mention production sometimes, I am talking about the overall presentation and also the the story going into the album and things like that and that's the reason why i wanted to point it out with an album like a different kind of truth this was a massive example of some of the fan base and i say in air quotes fan base that they kind of already had their mind made up about this album before it came out and the reason they did is because they knew a lot about the behind the scenes on it uh, whereas they took wolfgang van halen uh, who is of course eddie's uh, son <laughs> current bass player of van halen if van halen is current at all you know so wolfgang basically went to the vaults found all these songs that they hadn't recorded before via whether it was like stuff they were performed live or stuff from the gene simmons demo and stuff like that and took these songs out of mothballs and basically the band reworked them up wrote different lyrics for them for the most part and some of the material is the stuff that's on a different kind of truth i claimed if people didn't know that at all then this album would have had a different journey with the public. So that's really where I was criticizing the people that like just overall just, you know, nitpick uh, the side of the production side. Not so much just the engineering side of it, but knowing a lot about what's going on in the background there. So like I said, I will say with my hand on my record collection that if some of the older cynical online fans didn't know the story about where the songs came from, they would be like, this is one of the greatest albums ever. I stand by that statement. I do think this is one of the greatest albums ever. I think this album very decently holds up with the initial six Van Halen Roth albums. I think it's the perfect follow-up to 1984. What do you think of that? What does that sign say? Change my mind. I don't think you can. You hear songs like this and any, and any of the other 12 great songs on this record? And, uh, yeah, I, I put it all the way up here at number three on principle. Yeah, it's got a zero-point song on it, Tattoo. Tattoo is super lame. The rest of the album is a massive, massive burner. Kick it off with track two. She's a woman. Great kickoff. Fine. This right here, the middle of the album, peaking on the album, 
Still my favorite song on there. I really like You and Your Blues a lot, and I love Beats Working. There's just some amazing tracks on here. But this one right here, kind of a perfect uh, brother-sister sequel to Hot for Teacher. Uh, and the fact that they could pull that off in this day and age is pretty great. So give it up for Van Halen. Give it up for A Different Kind of Truth, the number three album of the decade. And here's the song that I picked for it, as is.
All right, there you go. The number three album of the decade belonging to Van Halen, David Lee Roth, Eddie Van Halen, Alex Van Halen, and Wolfgang Van Halen with the song As Is. If you never gave that record a chance, you did not do yourself any favors, so go pick it up. Just uh, kind of bump your finger on the track skip for track one. Go right to track two. You got yourself a perfect rock album right there. Before we get to the top two, I just want to give a, a couple of quick shout-outs to podcasts that I appeared on that were nice enough to invite me on. I mentioned Michael Butler earlier in the show, and I was on the Rock and Roll Geek show for a little bit this year on one episode, and he was nice enough to come on my show to do a two-parter for his Desert Island, so thank you, Michael. Even though I know you don't listen, I know friends of yours do, so I'm thanking you, and hopefully it'll get back to you. Anyway, uh, you know... I mentioned Mark Striegel already, and uh, what he's done for me here is priceless, So, and you know this, so thank you, Mark. I talked about Ken Mills already. I was on a couple of episodes of Podcast this decade. Super fun. Uh, go look those up or just uh, message me, and I'll tell you where to find them. Uh, the great BJ Cramp of the Rock and or Roll podcast. I've been on his show a handful of times. BJ's always a super-duper host. Man, that guy does his homework. Go support that show, the Rock and or Roll podcast. The great Pods and Sods Network with Eric Miller and Craig Smith. And uh, Eric's had me on a couple of times to do some of his six-pack episodes. I did one for the Cardigans and one for Queen. So that was a blast. And I'll go on his show anytime. So thank you, especially Eric. And uh, thanks for the bandana, Craig, you motherfucker. All right. And uh, in addition to all those other shows I mentioned, the show that I never miss, the show that I always stay current on, is Cobras and Fire uh, with the great Luz Cannon and Baco. I know those guys personally off the show as well, and they are just super solid guys. I don't want to blow their gimmick, but they are some of the nicest fucking guys I've ever met in my life. So from the bottom of my heart, guys, I want to say thanks for being super cool uh, and reaching out early. I think I've been on the show like eight times or something this decade. That's way too much, but uh, the fact that they had me on, that's pretty great. I'd listen to that show even if they never had me on. Uh, But yeah, check out the Cobras and Fire podcast as well. So those are all my friends. Go support them. And yeah, thanks for all the inspiration and the uh, friendly competition. We've got two albums to talk about and two songs remaining here in the top 100. I guess everything everything has to end at some point, right? Uh, so yeah, coming in at number two and this band's 10th studio album. How fitting is that? And I think it is their best album ever. This is a, a longtime uh, classic band in the annals of heavy metal and... You know, people talk about how great their classic material is, and I think their classic material is great too. But I truly believe that on September 12th of 2011, Anthrax released their greatest album to date, Worship Music. Yes, I will say it. It is their best album. It is just a monster. And the fact that it was recorded under so much turmoil, and it took forever to come out, and the fact that it's still delivered, is pretty amazing, I think. I mean, this album is basically in the making for, what, seven years? finally comes out fucking delivers man joey belladonna back on the vocals at the time i was weird about it because i really like those john bush records a lot i mentioned that when i played the armored saint album earlier in the countdown but once i put it on man it just made all the sense in the world that joey was back so now i'm glad he is Uh, he belongs in the band for sure and he's still got his pipes man that guy is ridiculous and and the whole band is just killing it on this record you know scott ian charlie bonante uh frank bello rob caggiano was still in the band at this point uh he had a big hand in production this album was produced by rob caggiano and jay rustin rob would leave the band afterwards to join volbeat uh, but jay rustin stayed and did uh for all kings with him so basically the whole team's still together 
Uh, but yeah, this album worship music, can't say enough good things about it. Uh, so as you hear him one right here, it's going to lead you into this thing right here. And I don't know what this song was written specifically for uh, these guys, but I know that they've said it during the concerts that this uh, song was dedicated in a live setting to Ronnie James Dio and uh, Dimebag Daryl. So uh, just gives it that extra something, you know. Uh, but this song is amazing. Just musical flight. So here you go. Here's Anthrax. And the song is In the End.
All right. That was the number two album of the entire decade. That was Anthrax from the album Worship Music, and that song was called In the End. All right, it's time for the last one. Number one, the big one right here. And uh, I listened to this album a ton during the decade, obviously. It's the number one album. Uh, Probably just boosted just that little bit extra due to the fact that... uh, the uh, the main guy of this band was actually on the show briefly uh, during the Rock and Pond two. So by the way, um, want to especially thank Chris Enzak for making that happen. Came through on that one for sure. So uh, Chris Enzak, definitely want to thank you for those first two years of the Rock and Pod Expo. Those were special days, and uh, you know they they meant a lot. And I met a lot of cool people that'll I'll be friends with forever. So uh, those first two years, magical. So thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, so uh, Tuck Smith from The Biters came on the show for a few minutes along with Ricky Bird, who was playing in the band at the time. And uh, we came on the show and geeked out about rock music a little bit. Mentioned that I had seen him uh, with NOLA at their show in Houston. And uh, they they were going off about that. It was pretty great. It was just a good conversation. Go back and check out that episode from Rocket Pod Part 2. But yeah... If they hadn't come on the show, it probably still would be number one. I'm going to say it's at least here somewhere in the top ten. But just uh, as far as rock and roll defined, uh, you will find it in spades on this album right here. Biters, Electric Blood, came out on August 7th of 2015, produced by Dan Dixon. And uh, it's it sounds cliche, but I could have picked any song to uh, represent this album. Uh, just an album that should be in your life. It should be in your collection. Buy it on CD, buy it on vinyl, and download it. <laughs> get it for every possible format you can get it on. Stream it. Give it some numbers. It's that great. Uh, so yeah, not much else to say. And I wanted to play this song especially just because uh, I'm going to dedicate this to the uh, the youth of America that doesn't give it up for rock and roll. You suck. <laughs> And to the ones that do, thank you. So here you go. This is Biters with The Kids Ain't Alright.
Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I, I pick on the kids sometimes because maybe the kids ain't all right, even though some of them are. But I, I'm telling you, and not that there's really anything wrong with these bands, but if maybe you occasionally put down the Fleetwood Mac and Toto records and pick up the occasional ACDC or Kiss record, maybe your band would sound half as good as a band like this. So there you go, Biters, with the kids ain't all right from the album Electric Blood, a perfect rock album. Uh, yeah, man, I was torn between playing that or Restless Heart. Uh, perfect rock songs right there and the perfect album pretty much everything in this top 10 is a perfect album and everything i played on this top 100 i believe is a must-own record so yes i promise i will be publishing this list on the social media uh you know i'm thinking i'll probably send you the order that i ranked it in and i'll probably send it out with the scientific number order too so you could see how that went down you know, in case you are curious, I'm going to make both available to you. And uh, if you're listening to my voice, if you've been listening just to these last 10 shows, or you've been listening since day one, I want to thank you so very much. You are a friend of mine, and uh, not enough words. Just just thanks. And I look forward to bringing you more shows here in 2020. Now what the hell am I going to do? I don't know. But until then, stay tuned for my better half, Nola, and the best damn outro in the business. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cat Willow an extra treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message us for more details or to order. U.S. or APO boxes only. For now. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all of the episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, please check out our other quality shows, including The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other, The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative, The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure, Talking Rock with Joey and the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and The I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. 
Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.